princess, nay, Amelia shouted as she scrambled down the front steps. Stop! But Princess didn't hear her. Actually, that probably wasn't true. Princess no doubt heard her just fine. She simply didn't care to pay much attention to what Amelia wanted her to do. Instead, the six-month-old pygmy goat continued to nonchalantly chew Oscar's leash. From what Amelia could tell, the goat had been munching on it for some time. A good section of it was missing. Thank heavens, her sister Rebecca's bulldog puppy was unaware that he was free. Instead of running off as most dogs were wont to do, he was plopped on his side, enjoying the unexpected warmth of the October sun. After picking up the pup, who at 20 pounds was now really too big to carry, and depositing him inside the screen door of the house, Amelia braced herself. It was time to convince Princess that she really, really needed to begin minding her new owner. Her pet had a silky white coat, long eyelashes, and beady black eyes. Princess was pretty, smart, and could climb almost anything. She was also as ornery as one might expect of a young doe. Everyone had warned Amelia about this. Her siblings had begged her to return Princess to the farm where she'd bought her, saying that none of them had time to properly train the animal. But Amelia had steadfastly ignored both the warnings and the entreaties. She'd wanted this goat. Actually, she had wanted something to call her own, and a goat would do. It seemed she was as stubborn as her pet. You silly girl, Amelia said. Rope ain't good for you. You must learn to leave it alone. Princess bleated in reply. Unable to help herself, she laughed. Yeah, that is what I thought you might say. After carefully pulling the last bit of rope out of Princess's mouth, Amelia wrapped an arm around the pesky animal's neck and guided her to the barn. Lucky for you, I just put some fresh alfalfa in your stall. You can get your fill of that while I do my chores. Just as she was about to step inside her cozy stall, however, Princess balked. With a grunt and a bleat, she pulled away. Princess, I ain't got time for this. It's already two in the afternoon. I need to work on supper. And the garden, and sweep the floors, all the chores that were up to Amelia to complete since she was the lone member of her household still at home. Really wishing that she'd put a harness or collar on her little goat, Amelia grabbed Princess around the middle and pulled her forward. But the doe froze, looking panicked and bleated loudly. Frustrated beyond measure, Amelia pulled harder. Come now, I know you are stubborn, but you must start minding me. Princess curled her lips, revealing lots of shiny, white, sharp teeth. Amelia glared right back. What has gotten into you? Stepping into the stall, she yanked on Princess again. Bleat! Princess protested frantically and then kicked out her back legs, then the front, just like a bucking bronco. One tiny, surprisingly sharp hoof made contact with Amelia's shin. More surprised than anything, Amelia threw her hands up in the air as she fell to the floor of the stall. And when her hand flew out to catch herself, she discovered why Princess had not wanted to be anywhere near her home because Amelia's left hand landed on a snake. It didn't take kindly to the interruption. It slithered, hissed, and bit her hand. 
Amelia cried out. Princess scrambled farther away. Fighting pain in both her palm and leg, Amelia gathered her wits, hobbled out of the stall, and at last leaned back against the wooden enclosure. Then she did exactly what she'd tried so hard to never do. She burst into tears. Terrible, loud, unapologetic tears. She was alone, she was in pain, and suddenly she'd had enough. More than enough. Amelia Kinzinger cried for her mother, who died when Amelia was only seven. She cried for her father, who'd recently perished in a fire in her family's lumber mill. She cried for her brother Levi, who had left town soon after. In short, she cried for everything she'd ever lost and everything she still had. But most of all, she cried because there was currently no one around to hear.